Blog Talk Radio. George East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, November 11th, 2020. I'm your host. I'm Travis Bryant. And joining me, ASAP, will be Cameron Hawkins. But in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. This is an interactive show, so please reach out and contact us in one of the various ways. If you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways to go about that. First way, get in line. Hit us up on the Constellation lines, and we will talk to you live on air tonight. Hit us up at 347-202-0103. Once again, hit us up on the Constellation Lines to talk to us live tonight. 347-202-0103. You can always drop us a voicemail as well. It gives you uh, three unadulterated minutes to have your voice heard if you can't call us live. Uh, Ask questions, post comments, rant, rave, whatever you got, you can do it there on the voicemail line, which can be reached at. 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail line is 415-787-5229. You can always drop us an email. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Drop us an email anytime during the show, anytime during the week. Uh, Get at us at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Once again, that's eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Um, you can always find the show on Twitter. The show can be found at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Travelord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Or just uh, search East Coast Cast or uh, P.W. Torch, you will see us among the among the uh, Torch family of fan pages. So give us a like, share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling buddies in it, spread the word that way. Y'all know how it works. So without further ado, let's go ahead and talk to our good friend Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what's happening? What's going on, man? Hey, not a ton. How's everything with you? Yeah, doing all right. Doing all right. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, we've got all the contact stuff out of the way. What's been happening in the last seven days of wrestling? That's, uh, that's worth talking about. Yeah. So, um, you know, definitely AEW full gear, 
Uh, mm-hmm. Big show that they had, a lot of noteworthy, newsworthy stuff coming out of that. So, so get my timeline right. Um, yeah. Were you at the house before the end of the show? Or did you get there after the show? After which show? Uh, oh, during AEW was on. Yeah, um, yeah, I got to see the finish for uh, once I started paying attention to the main event, Kingston uh, and and uh, Mox. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, um, to run through it really quickly, um, Serena D beat Allison K um, to retain NWA uh, World Women's Title. Uh, good seeing Serena D like healthy and seemingly happy and competing. Like, that was really cool because, you know, all the stuff she kind of went through, career being up and down, um, yeah, like, great, like, seeing her get in there and compete. Um, Kenny Omega beat Hangman Page um, about 16 minutes uh, with a one-winged angel, gets an AEW world title shot. Wasn't that the opener? John like, the official? Was, of the, the, uh, yeah, the pay-per-view opener. Yep. Yeah, and people were like, that might be the best pay-per-view opener, like, ever. <laughs> like, people were really excited yeah, really in good. the moment when that match uh, was going and ended. I still think, like, I still think, uh, I'm pretty sure Angle Mysterio SummerSlam was an opener, so... You know, that's to me. That's see, like, that's why you don't say. That's why you don't say things like that in the moment. Yeah, <laughs> and with, uh, that's whatever. Brent that was a long time. WrestleMania ten opener too. Oh, oh, right. They ended. Wait, was it ten? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I'm thinking nine with the salt. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. and it was good. Like Omega Page was good, but like guys, I you know, come on, come on. Like it was good, but come on, uh, get off the gas. Um, but yeah, Orange Cassidy over John Silver. Uh, Darby Allen beat Cody Rhodes with a roll up. Um, reversed a roll up to win the AEW uh, TNT title. And we've said, you know, Darby mm-hmm. Allen kind of uh, me not being as high on him, but he's absolutely like everybody else is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, really high like, on the guy. I like the guy. I like the kid, right? But he does the stupid stunt stuff that that's not necessary. Like, that's not necessary. Like, even though he's a small guy and can fly around, like the unnecessary stunt stuff is ridiculous. The throwing himself yeah. off a half pipe with Johnny fucking Knoxville, or I'm sorry, the other one, uh, Steve-O. To prep. Uh, to to prep. prep for a match. To prep for a match, he's going to win with a fucking roll-up. It's just dumb. That, like you want, like why does... Looks like you might not like the guy, but why like somebody like Jim Cornette just rails on AEW and just modern wrestling, period. Like a lot of it is just like, come on, Jim. Sometimes you need to get with the times. But for fuck's sake, you threw yourself off a half pipe. You you just dumbass shit to physically hurt yourself to prepare for a match because you're selling the idea that you're a big stunt bump taking guy. So it's like, all right, you're going to do dumb shit and shorten your career. At least let it be a selling point on the pay-per-view. And you win with a fucking roll-up. I mean, if Cody, if I'm Cody, I'm not taking a stupid, dumb stunt bump with him so he can, you know, have a have a signature nonsense. <laughs> Cody's like, nope, roll-up. Mm-mm. Maestro Cradle. Mm-mm. Small package. Schoolboy. That was all Cody finishes. <laughs> so, but still, it's just it's just absurd, and I want to like the guy so much. I do, but he's like kind of. And then when you hear the results of that, when I saw that, when I read that report that that fucking match ended with a roll up, I was so disheartened. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, not disheartened because he didn't throw himself off a fucking building and break his neck, but still, and it's not so disjointed in a roll up. Um, that's not even. We'll I'm not mad at the roll up part. That's. I, I hope well, I'm, just, I'm just. I'm just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something else. Um, <laughs> right, so, right. It wasn't even the only roll up on the on the yeah. car. <laughs> what is wrong? Like, like that should be. Yeah. Uh, Joe fucking sitting here popping out regular like. Tr- no, sorry. Go ahead, finish. Yeah, Sheeta uh, retained against Nyla Rose. Um, mm, okay. The Bucks defeated FTR for the tag titles. Yeah. They lost. They they never could have t- challenged for the titles again. Again, like you said last week, like stupid uh, gimmick. Like, yeah, why? But anyway, um, so that match went twenty eight thirty five. Was it worth twenty eight thirty five? No, it wasn't worth twenty eight thirty. It was fine, no. but no, it wasn't okay. worth twenty eight thirty five. So like, you could easily cut that in half to sixteen uh, minutes or fifteen minutes, uh, and and then and and then story of the young bucks. Story of the young bucks. Like 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 cut it out. Like like guys, okay. But uh, the second longest match was the next match. It was nineteen thirty nine. <clears throat> uh, Matt Hardy beating Sammy Guevara in the ult- in the elite deletion match. Um, yeah, that was. Of course, he wins it with a chair shot to the head because why wouldn't he? You know, because okay, um, well, and you have like Gangrel with the surprise appearance, Helms with the surprise appearance. Um, yeah. you know, the guys kind of playing in that region them. that they deal with. Yeah, um, I'm and just doing them. what you know, they do with Matt Hardy matches. The good ones, at least in the last five years, pretty much all have that deletion stuff. The ones we're talking about, the other ones when he's just in the ring trying to really get through. 15 minutes of a match, it's just like, oh, yeah, already trying to have a match. But this was just, you know, internet friendly, and I mean that as far as like gifts and and memes and shit. Just the spot with the uh, with the fireworks and the the, the was pretty memorable. Um. So yeah. So MJF did beat Jericho also with a roll up. So he and Wardlow are in the inner circle now, and you know that's going to be. You know, kind of a big focal point of, of TV, watching them kind of blend that together. MJF kind of continues that kind of ascension as, you know, one of the, the top guys on this show. Um, and then Moxley retains against Eddie Kingston um, in the I Quit match. Uh, just a great build, a super physical match, you know, and, and you win with choking somebody with barbed wire. <laughs> like, if you're going to quit... That's what to quit to. <laughs> like, yeah. Kinda, right, like nobody's looking at there, Eddie Kingston any, le- any lesser today. Yeah. Uh, he, no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah ain't none, none of that going on. Um, would you say, after actually, you know, watching it in real time, maybe somewhat distracted from you know, company and barbecue <laughs> and champagne bit? and a little bit and chatting <laughs> Uh, yeah. But would you would you say this pay per view was worth it? Because going in, I said last week on paper this looks like it should be and definitely can be uh, could be a really good good show. Did it live up to at least our standards from last week? What we thought it could be? Yeah, yeah. I think um, yeah, like I said, they opened it with the Serena Deep match and then the Omega and Page match. Really, really good. Um, Darby and Cody was good. Um, 
you know, even though they, they like I think they do too much, uh Bucks F T R was good, of course MJF and Jericho and then a great main event with Moxley and Kingston. Like I think it absolutely checked off the boxes we were looking for. Um yeah, it absolutely was worth um what people paid for it. Yeah, and it's weird to say like the the the, the banger in quotes uh tag match in the middle of the card or whatever. But they did too much. It was like, yeah, it would have been better if they did less. It's just uh, a running thing, like you said, with, with the young Bucks specifically, but certainly uh, with wrestling. They have this problem too, but they seem to have figured it out on his end. Like, I think 16 minutes is a fine length for a match. As a matter of fact, the only match that didn't go 10 minutes was the uh, Orange Cassidy John Silver match. So every match was in the uh, the 14, 15, 16-minute range, except for uh, the tag match and uh, the ultimate deletion, which you kind of get has, uh, you know, you're pulling out all the gimmicks, and there are actual pauses, and there are cuts to different things, and there are transitions. Right. So you're like, okay, like, I understand that. But uh, everything else, uh, main event under 18 minutes. Cody and Darby Allen, exactly 17. MJF Jericho, 16. Uh, Cheetah, Nyla Rose, 14. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, the one match, like, and all due respect to John Silver, who was just fine, the one match with a guy you don't know is the one that didn't go 10 minutes. Everything else went at least 10, but also not 20. So, yeah, I think they balanced everything pretty well. Except for, like, the one match, and I get it, like, that's, like, whatever my complaints are about the Young Bucks, whoever likes them, this is what they want. <laughs> this is specifically what they're looking for. So, you know, it works. All right. Well, it's good that they had, that they put on a good show, you know, people paying full price. <clears throat> or, you know, uh, what we ter- tend to think full price because the network is the network uh, for pay-per-view. But UFC fans are like, shit, you know, you pay eighty bucks for sometimes a hundred depending on the card or or maybe not, I don't know. Um but I'm glad they had a good show and, and I didn't hear any I, I looked for it. I didn't hear I didn't even hear like your your WWE fanboys like mocking finding anything to like uh, uh try to pull the show or tear the card down or fan response to the show, so that's always a good thing. That they genuinely had a, a good, well-received show, and you open with a banger, and then you end with a really good main event, and you sprinkle some good shit in the middle. Like, sounds like a good show to me. Yep. What do you? Oh, so yep. speaking of the main Absolutely. event specifically, what happens? What do they do with Eddie Kingston now? As far as AEW, I mean, he came in, and went right to the top. Is he? Yeah, shove him in the mid card, and they try to. Yeah, what do you think? I think so. I think that's where he's going to operate. I think he has that that big moment, but I think like, you know, immediately Darby Allen needs challengers, right? Because uh, Cody has stated that you know his time with the TNT title is done, and he needs to pursue the world title. So I think that that that's a decent switch, and Eddie's also like part of this group with Butcher and Blade with the Lucha Bros. Um, I'm sorry. So the fun part is I keep calling him Cody Rhodes and not Cody because uh, 
they got the trademark for the full name now. And so Cody can't challenge for the AEW title. I feel like Cody no Rhodes can challenge. Fucking way. <laughs> is that really the 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 nobody the rationale that they're going with? But like I can see it. <laughs> I'm not mad. Like that's some wrestling contract shit that you can get away with because it's wrestling. <laughs> right? Like people just be like, you know what? Absolutely. Makes sense to me. Cody Rhodes is challenging. So, yeah, they need to make this. Fuck it. Like, why? You know what? Maybe not. Because I didn't like it in the first place, bringing bringing that to TV. Like, just just start calling yourself Cody Rhodes and don't, don't, uh, like, hey, guys, guess what? Uh, so maybe it's just the end of the air, but that's 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 cool that that's out there that that's the thought. <laughs> and it makes yeah, sense. I think there's good balance with um, you know, you have five titles, you had two of them change hands, um, you had, I mean, technically, I feel like MJF is the uh, is the face in in that feud, so. You have Serena, Orange, Darby, Sheeta, Matt Hardy, and Moxley. Win is his. And you have Omega, uh, the Bucks, and and no, damn. I guess I like. I feel like I said a lot all of a sudden, right? You have Omega. You have the Bucks win as heels. Yeah, and everybody else kind of wins its faces. So I mean, but you know, we always talk about you know sending the crowd home happy, which is a flip from what WWE last time. I think like one face won at Hell in a Cell or something like that. Um, so yeah, that's uh, you know AEW, their their TV typically is strong in telling these stories. So I expect a pretty good fallout. I expect to see Jericho's role in the uh in the inner circle. I expect to see Kingston cut a good promo about where he is. Um, you know, kind of the Bucks and FTR kind of flip roles as far as faces and heels. Um, even though the Bucks have been healing it up, that was also FTR's role. And then, um, you know, what's next for Cody? Like, you know Cody has a promo cooked in there somewhere. I wouldn't be surprised if Omega didn't say a single word. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just – him being him and knowing it's a future title shot, I would be surprised if they let that one burn for a little bit. Um, but, you know, him and Moxley was kind of the first well, big singles. Yeah. At the end of the show, he came out to kind of like getting Moxley, not getting his face, but like he came. But to say like, I'm here. To ringside, like, hey. Mm. And I was watching from afar, but yeah. But it's like, oh, hey, they're maybe going right Right away with it, but they might. They don't have to. Mm-hmm. They got some, uh, in my mind, certainly some atoning to do from that piece of shit match they had <laughs> to a year and a half ago. Wasn't great. Yeah. Yeah, let's uh, slice each other up with fucking implements and call it a match. Yeah. Um, so, all right. I'm I'm interested in if, if, if Eddie Kingston in his promo tonight. Assuming it's tonight, 
<laughs> He's like, yeah, I talked to my mother. And she, uh, after the loss, and <laughs> she helped me get over it. Like, bring that whole thing full circle a little bit with, uh, with, with Eddie's mom. Uh, Meredith or whatever. Ruthie. Ruthie. Uh, Ruthie Kingston's uh, <laughs> very important. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 interested in AEW's TV. They're certainly set up coming out of this pay per view to when's their next pay per view? Three months from now, you would think this would this stuff could. They're set up. Yeah, hopefully they don't just. Yeah, yeah. They don't have the a next pay per view is Revolution. Uh, yeah. It's not till February. Yeah. Okay. So, some interesting shit that can fall out for a lot of weeks on TV and then turn into other stuff. So, um, I think that's the main thing that the show is good and that they've got they've got a ton of stuff coming out of it. I think their women's division is probably you know it's just the one obvious uh, weak link of their their roster. Anybody have anything to begin? You hope those injuries kind of subside and you can get, um, you know, you can work a Statlander back in there. You hope they don't keep, uh, you know, swollen Britt Baker on the back burner too long. Because, I mean, they got the pieces. Um, I think I think once they got them in there, I had to kind of stop saying that the, the division was necessarily weak. It was just, you know, they got to work everybody in, and then you had a bunch of injuries pop up, and those are those are hard to deal with, you know. So I think that's, that's what led to the, the working relationship with NWA. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that, that's something that hopefully time just fixes for them. Yeah, that's the the, the one thing uh, I guess that's just them doing what they have to do to try to keep the division somewhat alive or somewhat respectable is having Steve now and who was in before her that was uh, uh, Kind of representing Thunder Rosa in there. Thunder Rosa, yeah, that whole scene, yeah, yeah. So that's been kind of a saving grace for keep people keep people's minds off the fact that AEW's specific division is a little bit in shambles. Uh, But yeah, time fixes shambles. Uh, So yeah, besides AEW and uh, Full Gear, we've got. You know, Raw and SmackDown and NXT last week, I don't think was uh, much to write home about. Who finally got their first successful main roster title defense. Title defense, yeah. How about that? Yeah, so Sasha over Bailey clean, man. Um, And I think that there's nothing wrong with that because I think that even with them having maybe not the – even though they gave them a half hour – you know what I mean? Like, of course, there are commercial breaks in there, but they legit went like 27 minutes, mm-hmm. um, which isn't necessarily what you'd expect. Because cause the whole time, just the way WWE books, you're waiting on shenanigans because it keeps going. Well, going. Like, okay, wait on the big match. But no, nah, man. Especially because they've kind of they played it up in the promo. So. Uh, yeah, but like you said, clean, tap out, win. Just kind of a signature, if not quality-wise, certainly we'll remember it because it was built up. Like, and we'll remember, oh, the first title, her first title defense. Uh-huh. Get that. Yeah. <clears throat> the management can maybe just get that stupid monkey off their back and play that up all the time. 
Exactly. So, yeah, salute to Sasha, man. Sasha's on her way. I don't know when. I don't know when her episode airs, but yeah, she's on her way. Um, ah, that's right. Mandalorian has started, and they don't do the dump because, mm-hmm. yeah. And again, Travis, I know you know you're gonna watch it in 2029, but goddamn, that's a good show. It's so good. It's so good. Oh. They just know what they're doing. Like uh, my uh, one of my favorite actors, as we as I immediately go off on a tangent, right? One of my mm. favorite actors is Timothy Olyphant. Olyphant. Uh, Everybody's so hype about that guy showing up. Deadwood. Yeah, because well, the thing about it is, like, he was in Deadwood, and he played Seth, uh, damn, he was a, the sheriff, what did they always call him? Seth whoever. Like, I haven't seen that show a million times, right? So, he's the town sheriff who used to be a marshal. Seth, Seth Bullock is his name. Okay. Town sheriff who used to be a marshal. And then he gets this show Justified, where he's a Kentucky U.S. marshal. And then he is in this season of Fargo, as a Mormon from Utah, U.S. Marshal. And then what's the title of his Mandalorian episode? The Marshal. Uh, it was just like, if you're a nerd like me, you're just like, oh, this is so great. Uh, yeah, so it just, and then he smoked it. Um, like, he shows up, you don't care, and I don't care if anybody hasn't seen it yet, it's been out. He shows up wearing Boba Fett's armor. So immediately you think he's Boba Fett. And the Mandalorian, like, sizes him up, and then it turns out to be another thing. But it was so good. But yeah, I'm just like, even if Sasha is character of the week, they treat their characters of the week so good, and they do so much to inform the main character's motivations. Like, it's going to be quality, if that's what they have. How do they keep that kind of stuff under wraps? I mean, you said it with Sasha, but it's like, okay, she's she's a wrestling celebrity. You know, Timothy Old Fan is a Big deal, Hollywood guy, and you can't just like sneak him by and have not have, have people not notice him and know who he is. So they're just really they good got him tight. Yeah, I guess it's Disney, and I forget they've got just a whole they're a whole different level of. If you're a daycare and you paint the outside of your daycare with Disney characters, you will get a cease and desist. Go to pay. You know, like you're yes. No, yeah. you're not paying. You're gonna change your thing. And like, no, no, no. We're not for sale yeah. in that way. Nope. Nope. No. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> weird. It's so fucking tight with this shit. Uh, but okay. Um, what's happening uh, with the with the with the uh, Uso Range Tribal Chief uh, storyline this week? He's got to take out Kevin yeah, so, and, and, so, and choose himself to, Yeah, Jay know, was like... That's talking shit about the family. Charlie was interviewing Jay. And, like, Roman was like, yo, um, did I give you permission to do an interview? He was like, yo, like, is, this, this is what we're doing out here? Like, this is where we're at? Yeah, it's, uh... Mm-hmm. He is running the show. Speaking of keeping it, keeping keeping shit tight, <laughs> Rose yeah, bringing that yeah. Disney and Apple energy to his character. Did I give you permission? Let's talk about what we're not gonna do, big dog. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. My goodness, it is, it is something special. Um, and, and Jay not trying and, to get shunned like so. He, you know, yeah, suck it up. And, 
do what he's told and take out that he's realizing his mistakes in real time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's just down with down for the cause, man. It is it is something to see. Yeah, but the thing is, at some point he's going to go like full heel. Because you can't, uh, like at the beginning, like you, you can get pushed and prodded and forced to make bad decisions and do bad things. But at some point, you either have to lash back and take the and, and take the shunning or whatever the punishment is going to be, or join the fucking dark side like fully, like embrace, like you know what, this has been working out for me, and my, my checks are bigger, and I'm gonna do this. I don't have to do. I'm not gonna necessarily. We'll see James so. Hey, he didn't hesitate when Roman told him to attack that one baby face. Uh, or was super yeah. irrational with that. And it's like, oh, shit. Jey Uso's a fucking heel now. And he's like bought in or figured, yeah, well. <laughs> can't beat him, join him. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't be this middle ground. Exactly. Uh, showing, showing like you don't want to, but doing it. Like, it's not going to. It shouldn't work with the bad guy that's your boss, but it's not. It shouldn't work. It's not going to work with the fans, right? Like you, gotta, mm-hmm. like you can only tell that story for so long. So I'm interested in what what comes after what they decide to to do. To do. They tease the shunning, and so we know what the consequences are. The stakes are are, are there. So interesting. Uh, anything interesting uh, from yeah. Raw uh, we're talking about? Yeah, I mean, you got a real good Mustafa Ali Ricochet match. Um, you, let's see, Bobby Lashley is on an absolute tear. I feel like they're really, really, really gonna pull the trigger on him next year. Mm. Um, I really think that that is going to be the case. Um. So let me know. I didn't see the finish of the uh, of Orton, Ms. Morrison versus Drew in the New Day. Um, I did see there was like a really cool interaction between Drew and Sheamus. I don't know if that played out later that night. Um, <laughs> the, the only thing I only got to see and barely highlights for for Raw. And the only thing that stood out to me, because I'm hurrying on the air, <laughs> what stood out to me was the spot that ended that ended with AJ getting smushed between Strowman and Keith Lee. He's the referee, and they're hitting the ropes and you know colliding chest and stomach to stomach, and then he ended up in the middle of that at one point, and it was. Uh, it should have, it should have been like slapsticky. Uh, what a stupid! But the way that they executed it was just, and their their reaction, Strowman and Keith Lee, like, oh shit, we really didn't make do that. <laughs> it was just, that's the only thing from Raw of the three hour show that stood out, or that yeah. I actually saw in the highlight package. Uh, but yeah, so I don't. I was hoping you had some raw stuff to talk about because I didn't no, see I, and now, much of it. Yeah, so apparently uh, Drew and the New Day won that match. So Drew does get a title match next week against Randy Orton prior to Survivor Series. Uh, Uh, I do think it 
way more interesting to see Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns than Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Um, let me see. Yeah, so that's going down. Um, like you said, there's a Survivor Series stuff. I'm just not even – I don't care. You just change brands. Like, I don't care. I want even, to care. Even if you didn't. Um, even if you didn't, the whole brand supremacy stuff, the whole SmackDown versus Raw stuff, it's just wait. Okay, just so I do wait. think that – I talk about theirs. I think that what's going on on the women's side is a bit more interesting. Like, so Shayna beats Lana, of course – Nia sets up to put Lana through another table. Uh, Mandy and uh, Dana aren't having it because, like, yo, like we're a team. Like, this is stupid. Like, what are we doing? Um, so I, I do think that them trying because clearly uh, Mandy and Dana are gunning for the tag, and so like them kind of playing that up. I'm like, okay, like I think this part is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, well, she that, ended that, up that, getting that, the streak continued. Okay. Nia ended up putting her through the table. Yeah, they ended up getting her at the end after the Oscar Nia Jax match. Yeah. Um, Ruby Ryan's hair is shaking. I didn't know that. I don't know how long that's been. Yeah, she got the little cut. It was like two weeks ago. She got the little Mm -hmm. cut. Yeah. um, But yeah, Raw was, you know, Raw was too damn long, but just fine. I I think right now SmackDown is a more interesting show because they have a very compelling storyline, whereas, like, like, I'm not. I feel like Drew is going to beat Randy Orton, but and what I, what I mean is, I feel like even if Drew beats Randy Orton, it's not like this big accomplishment because Randy Orton, for as good as he was, like the, especially late part, early part of the fall, like Randy having the title is not compelling to me. Like that's and that can be just be a me thing, but I don't find right. it super interesting. I, no. I'm not interested to see who's going to beat him, who's going to come up off of him. It's just not my relationship with with him specifically. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, even though he's had a nice run the last six months, you know, it's just like oh, I'm not surprised yeah, it ended up in the title win, and it's not that it's not deserved in the TV way, storytelling way, but. I don't care. Like after all that that's done, like yeah, still whatever. Yeah, no, I I get it. That's 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 the story of Randy Orton, just kind of fair, fitting the part, and like oh yeah, I hate Randy Orton, world champion. Yep. Oh, is it sixteenth, fourteenth one? I wonder if they'll they. Uh, I'd rather him keep the title. I don't. I'd rather him hold on to the title just for the sake of not bouncing the thing around. Like he's going to win the thing. Well, we have him hold it till WrestleMania. What the fuck? Okay, not WrestleMania. Well, have him hold it till Rumble and make it make a difference. He wins it back on Raw. <laughs> like, oh, all right. How about that? I don't think it'll be a match. I think it'll be more storyline than match. I I I I know it's Survivor Series and uh, he's got a thing, but I don't think they're gonna have, it's gonna be a definitive. To pull that, uh, two out of three years because I'm thinking about AJ and Daniel Bryan. That would be something, and it would seem like a lot. Yeah, that was a while ago, though, wasn't it? 
I don't remember. All right, let's uh, let's talk to some people. See uh, see what's on the minds of some folks. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three is the number to call to talk to us. That's uh, well, let's uh, stick with tradition. Let's head to let's head to Newark to open things up. Uh, Kylan, what's going on, man? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing all right. What's on your mind? Ah, let's see here. Well, interesting news came down today. After after a year of dormancy, WWE decided to bring back their annual Christmas, or in this case, pre-Christmas tradition of doing WWE tribute to the troops. Oh, is that why they're playing the 2018 one right now? Well, today is also Veterans Day. Oh, Veterans Day. Day. That's right. Because my dumb ass went to the post office trying to send something back that I ordered and uh, didn't understand why the gates were down. Like, what the fuck? It's 430. It's not even... I look at look at the hours, like closes at five thirty. Why is the damn gate down? And then some guy kind of explained to me. I was like, "Oh, fuck the truth." Yeah, forgot all about it. But that's right. That's why this is on. So it makes sense. So, do they say where they're going to have it? Uh, they haven't gone overseas in a while. Like this one from twenty eighteen is in Killeen. Was that Fort Hood? Not yet. Not yet. It's going to air on Fox on Sunday, December 6th at 4.30 after the first NFL game. Oh. Hey, you got a damn almost thanks for you. That's a hell of a slot to be in. I mean, it'll be like a overproduced. I mean, like the troops thing is now. Like right now, some country singer guys are singing. So they'll put on a whole rah rah America kind of show. But, um, but yeah, Fox at 4 30 on a Sunday? That's uh, after football? Yeah. who they go up against. Uh, uh, who's on the CBS late game? What was or... crazy is if they're airing it after football, does that mean Fox isn't going to have any afternoon games? Like, yeah, kind of crazy. sometimes that happens. Not that early, Typically, not that late in the season, yeah, I, I, but yeah, I guess so. That, uh, that happens right now and then, where 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 Fox or CBS will get four thirty spot unopposed. So if it's a dud game, yeah. then you don't get some viewers. But if it's a, uh, if it's like Patriots Chiefs or something, then it's a compelling game. The Lions and the Jags. Oh, well, let, let, now, now I want to look at it. NFL schedule. Oh, you were December sixth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's keep 
Let's okay. keep this in no, mind, Kyle, too, wait. guys. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll keep, let's, let's keep one in mind, Kyle. Even, even the worst, even the worst edition of tribute to the troops drew a million viewers on USA okay. Network. Yeah. Niggas love the yeah. truth. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, and it's, I'm just thinking of the spot that they're in, and they're gonna get. You know, it's crazy. Commercial is all real. Five. Twelve six. You have Giants, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals, Eagles, Packers. Yeah, wow. I, like I feel like it, at the very least that Rams Cardinals game is one you'd want to show. But hey, you know, probably the big thing that week. The noon game on Fox is Cowboys Ravens, and that's a big one. Uh, okay. Interesting. Tribute to the troops. Okay. I mean, I'm not surprised. It makes sense to, you know, have, you know, have a little again rah rah American thing, I guess. Pick up the troops. You know, why not? I'm interested in where they where they hold it. That's that's going to be something worth keeping an eye out. So. They're, they're, pro- they're probably still looking for a venue, or, or otherwise it would have been all over the place. They're going to have the troops get to be the uh, the virtual audience. Oh, shit, I didn't think about that part. Well, Congrats to the troops. Uh, if it's the truth, they're like, well, we're around each other all the time anyway. You know. And I was thinking that, too. So you can go to, like, a Fort Hood. Yeah, have an extra Maybe one. feel like, yeah. I'm saying, but if you're a wrestler, do you want to you try to go to Fort Hood and be around? Hell, hell no. Nah. Yeah. In Texas, if you're a uh, called me today, uh, uh, you know, a lady wrestler. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going there. Yeah. I feel safe. Yeah. So, that's like a good thing what? happening for Hood lately. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in in a bit in a bit of in a bit of surprise news that came out. Late yesterday, WWE is apparently interested in rehiring of all people. No way, Jose. Okay, did they fire him in that like weird purge they had earlier this year? Yep. Yep. And they're going to hire him back to do now, what? Who are we talking about? I missed no the name. Okay. Oh. No way, Jose. Yeah. I mean, you can only have uh, Gulak, uh, R-Truth, and Tozawa switch that title up so many times. Uh, yeah, yeah, good point. You know, you see something in that 24-7 division. Yeah. I don't know. I, I liked the guy before they, you know, made him into a... Comedy character for three years. 
I'm sure he's going to be much after the, they did his name. And, and, and Bruce Bruce says he's pretty good because yeah. remember he... Some people love him down in CWF Atlantic. They, he was a big, you know, big, big draw, but he certainly had, certainly had good matches and was a decent character, and people really liked him. And he looks good. He's big. He's got a big personality. He's got good hair. He looks. I think he's has a marketable kind of thing going for him. <laughs> and they turn him into a, you know, conga line dude. Damn goof. Yeah. And unfortunately for them, Impact, Impact just lost probably their second best tag team. They have on the roster right now the Rascals. Yeah. So they who did they lose them to, to Colin? Are they, are they in? Yeah, what Where are they going? Go ahead, sorry. They're headed to WWE. Yeah, oh. that's what they were talking about today, man. Yeah, those and those kids are good. Those kids are really good. Um, That is, uh, you know, you, you hope that they get to – to really shine like one thing about NXT for as much talent is down there they don't have a lot of young athletic tag teams because one they don't have a lot of tag teams right the guys at the at the forefront of their tag division are all guys who are at the very least what 30 almost 35 years old like, that's just the case mm-hmm. um so yeah I mean good on them like uh you know you'd like to see uh Kylan, the name escapes me What's the team that uh, that Airwolf's a part of in uh, in AEW? Not the uh, not the di- not the Dinosaur Express. Right? No, no, no. I think it's Top Flight is their name. Like you got a young oh, team right, like that right, in right. AEW. Yeah, that can go. WWE doesn't have a lot of those young teams. Uh, Travis, trust me, YouTube him. <laughs> that kid, kid Airwolf is nasty. I watched him do uh, just a standing leapfrog on on Dark last night. It was the mm-hmm. highest leapfrog I've ever seen. That kid can't be five ten. And it wasn't like I'm Leap jumping as high as I can, gathering myself and doing a running start. Yeah, and just leapfrogged him like he was never coming down. Like just mm-hmm. simple stuff like that, but them as a team, they can really go. AEW has a lot of young talent there, so yeah, man, it, it is unfortunate for Impact. Like, of course, they have, uh, you know, Chris Bay down there who can do all the moves and a couple of other guys, but yeah, losing that tag team, it definitely stings a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, speaking, speaking of AEW, yeah, my. My question for this week concerns them. Now, now that Harold, now that Harold May is gone as the president of New Japan, and and we've seen AEW build a sufficiently decent relationship. With the NWA, with the with the debut of Allison K and Serena Deeb, will AEW 
become a a bastion of an old school NWA type territory where they form working relationship with other promotions. Sort of like what Jeff Jarrett wanted Global Force Wrestling to be before it became the joke that most of us use when talking about bad promotions. Or I don't think the joke is, it was always a joke. It's yeah, a joke. It, it never was, like, not a joke. Um, as far as AEW, though, goes, I don't know if if they need to have these relationships with, uh, like, who's there to have a relationship with? PGW? Well, that's the thing. They make it sound like, not they make it sound like, but people have said that the main thing stopping them from having a working relationship with New Japan was that guy. Like, he was the one who wouldn't facilitate an exchange of talent. What guy? When they, like, uh, the, the manager in, in uh, New Japan that just got, that just left. They call him. Oh. Like, like oh. Yeah, they, they do, like, people make it sound like that was the guy who's kind of stopping that from happening. So, absolutely, like, how, of course we'd want to see, uh, I don't know, Jericho out there talking his stuff, and then Okada comes out for a surprise pay-per-view match. Like, of course. <laughs> and, that's a, and, and the thing is, because of how much they've done, like, with New Japan and a bunch of guys have been in the Bullet Club and stuff like that, we all expected that to be the natural progression of what happened. And so, yeah, that's absolutely going to boost them. Um, and, you know, they got the money back in them to pay these guys, and that's that's how the pocketbook's open. I think, you know, when the world opens back up in 2028, um, yeah, as long as these guys can still go, I think there's going to be room for that. Um but yeah, you'd love to see them work more promotions, and really, like, there's there's no reason Impact people shouldn't be on on AEW. Like, there's I mean, no reason work, worthwhile, and they can. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you'd love to see, like, you'd love to see Chris Bay get in there with Darby Allen. Like, you just you would. That would be great. Um, and even like, you'd love to see, uh, you know. A Kenny Omega and a Jonathan Gresham from ROH. Like like those are those are matches that are out there. It's just like, yeah, like these things should be happening. Um, especially in a situation when it benefits everybody to have these guys on. Like, yeah. I would if I was running a promotion outside of WWE, there'd be so much goddamn cross pollination, um, we'd have damn lollipop flowers. It'd be ridiculous, man. Absolutely. Anything else for us, Alan, before we go? Regarding regarding what I said earlier about No Way Jose, that just brought me to another question. Is there anyone that was released in this rash of releases or anyone that that hasn't been wrestling for a while that you would like to see WWE 
re-sign if, if they could use them correctly. Yeah, thanks for the call. It's always kind. I don't know. Nobody pops out. I mean, it sucks that, you know, Rusev's and AEW, like, fucking horsing around, you know, lowering his value and stature week after week uh, with the nonsense that he's doing over there. But if he was still out out there, it'd be, it would for sure be him. And I don't, I don't even – did he necessarily – was he a part of that? It's kind of building up to that. It's, yeah, that's like he was after. I think he yeah. came solo. But still, but I mean, still, same he's, not, he's still not there. I would, he would have still been right there if he hadn't signed with AEW. Outside of outside of him, though, did they did they get rid of anybody back then? It was like just kind of like a. I'm no, sure I'm totally over. I, I think we're just overlooking one or two major, major folks. Unless all the important people, like if FTR was a part of that, again, and no, nobody. I'm like different, different reasonings in this building. Because who even lived on their feet? You know what I mean? Like who's still? I don't know. Like I'm like not Zack Ryder. Which ain't a knock on Zack Ryder, but no. No, it's a knock on Zack Ryder. You know, like, not not Kurt Hawkins. Um, I'm trying to think of who got released on SmackDown. Like, I, I think, okay, can I say something, Travis? And, like, mm-hmm. I don't even got that against this man. Elias is stealing money right now. Elias is stealing money. Like, the thing, John Morrison's stealing money, too, to be honest. Like, the thing that they've had these guys do, I don't feel like at this point are, are super effective. It's just kind of happening. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I, they could do with less guys, which is weird to say. Um, not, yeah, not really anybody I can think of that I would qualify as, like, I wish they were still there. Not really, no. All right, let's uh, listen to a voicemail. Brian uh, from Phoenix uh, sent in a couple hours ago. I haven't listened to it yet, so uh, hopefully it's uh, it's tasteful. Hey, Trav. Hey, Cam Habers. This is Brian calling from Phoenix. Hopefully uh, the three of yourselves are doing well. The reason for my call is a huge wrestling thing that I have. Okay, I want everybody to sit down while I say this. Actually, I want to wish Craig... um, that he feels better, uh, no Craig out of the hospital, and um, our thoughts are with you, Craig, knowing that you're a good guy and just keep fighting a good fight. So Craig is a huge uh, friend of the torch and huge friend of uh, East Coast Cap. So Craig, I'm uh, thinking about you, sir, and I just want to leave that voicemail. So I'm sorry, I, I'm on my break. I'm still trying to call all these folks, you know, um, to make sure uh, Arizona's to- to- totally represented. Representative. So uh, Trav and Cameron Rich, thanks a lot. Have a real good day, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. So yeah, shout out to Craig uh, uh, for for getting out of the hospital and feeling better. At least I think he did. Last I heard. Yeah. Uh, he was so, always yeah. talking shit to me, so I know he's feeling better. <laughs> All right. Good to hear. So as he said, people are taking lots of drinks. So. Um, and there aren't weren't any emails. So yeah, let's keep it moving. Let's uh. 
Mike, we ain't heard from you in a little bit. What's going on? What's up, Tommy? How y'all doing? Good, all right. How you been? Oh, man, you know. Chilling, 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 man. Hanging, maintaining. You know, we've been looking on the birthday chat on last week and all that. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. talking everything, man. Like, what's real? Um, I don't know if y'all read it earlier. Tony Khan put out there, um, there's some, some big, big surprises coming to in tonight. That's going to shift the, um, the balance of uh, the pro wrestling landscape and all this shit. Who said I mean, that? Tony Khan. Oh, Okay. Has any been has anything been like anything obvious that like they've been leading up to that we should see that AEW fans should be like is there any speculation? I mean, I know the um, the thing you was incredible. Like, if I must say so. Mm-hmm. That was a damn show. That was probably the best, you know, U.S. pay-per-view this year. Oh, Without even okay. blinking twice. Yeah. That FTR fucking Young Bucks match. You didn't think it was too much? You didn't think it was uh, overkill going almost mm-hmm. a half hour? Mm-hmm. I think it was perfect. To me, okay. they should spread it out. Like, I feel like they should do a trilogy. And ended off at um at the main pay per view. Yeah, I feel like it should be a, a trilogy. Try they put everything in it. They tribute DIY everybody like that. They, that was a that was a takeover. If you ask me, in in takeover circa two thousand fifteen to two thousand eighteen. Okay. That was a beautiful match. And the Kenny and Hangman match, that was probably, you know, one of the best, you know, single matches, you know, of the year. Like, the boys went to work. And what separated the main event because it was different. You know, the um, Darby and Cody match, that was different. I like that, too. Like, it's not too much play. And me and my oldest, we sat and watched it. It was three hours and a half, and that shit felt like a breeze. Like, usually I'm tired down, sleep, snoring, you know, and it's just the shit. But um, as far as, like, you know, the touch on what you and Cam was talking about, you know, earlier on, as far as, like, the body and the herd, it's like, to me, that's the coolest thing overall. It's the herd. I don't understand why they are playing in that hell when they are, to me, they like they the baby phase out the cool. And I'm happy that they said be lashley up, but it's like for what? Because he don't really got nobody in front of him right now. Like all they going to pull the trigger fine. That's true. He, he has no competition right now. That is true. Like what's fucking with Lashley right now? Like you know, any group for raw, but you know, SmackDown is just blowing everything away. Like I'm all three of the products. Like to me, the thing with NXT, they don't have that confidence that they they once had, and it just doesn't. And Wednesday night, it's just I don't know. It's, 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 I think they should just move to Tuesday. To be honest with you, they have the money to themselves. They don't gotta worry about this competition shit. 
But you know it's not going to change because it's just invincible blood to keep this shit going. You know what I'm saying? They get a little streaky wind, but for the most part, they get crushed and they fucking heat. And it's like, they need to just swap it out. Go to Tuesday, I got the fresh clean day, I'm going to worry about what's going on the next night, you know what I mean, and so on and so forth. But that's not to say AEW don't got some dumb shit that they do, but, you know, and like I said, this whole MJF in the circle shit, this is shit, we know Khan is a big fan of the, you know, the attitude and all that shit, this shit is a retread, but just, you know, different mixture. Well, I don't know. If, uh, I don't know if uh, yeah. inner circle stuff is a retrade of specifically like the attitude there stuff. I mean, just no, 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 no. I'm not saying particularly everything, but you know, you see glimpses of when you know the Rock, you know, Rocky's up riding with the nation. Like one piece to go with leadership of the nation. You see, like you kind of see it coming. Like soon enough, MJF will be wanting to be the leader of the of the inner circle. Yeah, and that's just gonna put Jericho because you know right now Jericho's status is that is that of a triple age and all these guys. You know what I mean? That fans is not gonna boot because they grew up with him. You know what I'm saying? Jericho is the cat somebody grew up with. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, all of us. <laughs> yeah. It's like inevitably he's going baby face. And that's going to be his exit out the group. I believe they're going to turn on the rest of the group. But what is y'all take on survival series? Like, I'm with Cam. I am not up in arms about this shit. I don't know who why they're not involved. Who cares? Even if they were at this point, like, whatever. It's probably it's a good thing for them work. that they're not. I get that they're just going to kind of do their own no thing. It's not all that great. Yeah, you want something, Trav? I just don't like. I just don't see it this year. I don't feel it. The match is ain't high. Who the fuck wants to see Randy and Roman? Like, it's like, uh, and I feel you, Trav. Randy is champion. Does nothing for me. We going back ten years ago. Same shit. Men's with the money in the briefcase does nothing for me. Why couldn't it go to a ricochet? That's or, another you know, thing, somebody too. Somebody that helps me. Like, that shit just irks this grind my yeah, like. Yeah, Miz with the briefcase doesn't like. Again, like, you have to do some really interesting things to make Miz a credible threat. I don't think Miz being in a situation where he can't react to a live crowd and a live crowd can't react to him, I do not think that's ideal for him at all. Absolutely um, not. Yeah, you got these guys. It's been a little, like, yeah. Just think about the, you know, Raw's programming. Almost everybody is in that 40 club. Miz, Morrison, Randy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They did a number one out boy. Like, that shit just got me pissed. Like, they did a fucking number one on Mr. Lee. They did a number one on this guy. Like, there's no fucking way, like, he is the ideal African American dude that you was looking for that can do like he he has that Michael, you know what I mean, straight hand quality about him where he can go and he can talk and he, you know what I mean, and they just fuck them six ways to scrumming. Like I don't understand, like I hope he ends up as a soul survivor or something like that so they can get him and Riddle. I see they trying to tangle with Riddle. 
They try to bandage him up. We had him a little bit. Well, they took his first name. They did that shit now. They're just calling yeah. him Riddle. Riddle. And then you got AJ. He just flattered around with this, with this uh, bodyguard shit. I don't know where this is going. Like, this is, I don't know. This is like, this, this show is just so fucking, I mean, they trying with Drew. They still trying to, you know, keep him real strong. You know what I'm saying? Because they know down the line that's the big match. And they're behind Drew and Roman. That's the big match. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the active guy. It's like, you can't go back to the well. Like, and I read somewhere where Fabio Vega is coming out for the, um, the 30th anniversary of Undertaker. I don't know. I want to get y'all down and take on that. I think something will happen. Or that's going to lead to something. What? Fabio. <laughs> Yeah, like, you'll get straight to Saudi Arabia. Come on. Just so they can fucking have some bullshit 30th anniversary, last ride, I'm retiring again, I swear, Undertaker match or Undertaker appearance, they're going to drag out Saudi Vega to, to try to. That justified, but you know, make that a thing, make that like intuitive. Yeah, no, I mean, or, or, no, I mean apparently, there's gonna be a number of like superstars. Or, or no, whatever, no, 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 I think that there, it's like one of those things we're gonna bring out, yeah. like, you know, people from your past. And that's my big point to you guys. Wouldn't that be, wouldn't Sabio make a lot more sense in a, in a Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, reunion kind of thing than an Undertaker one? Absolutely. Absolutely. That would be wrong. But if I am mistaken, wasn't uh, Sabio like a good friend of him? I believe he was a good, like, he was affiliated with that BS, that whole BS chain thing they had, you know, back Yeah, in, I think he was down with the crew. crew. Yeah, I think he was down with that shit too. So that will make me think, you know, probably um, Godfather will probably be there, you know, all the, you know, all the, all the, all the colored homeboys. Yeah. Remember Brian Adams was the son of Eddie. Um, who else? Uh, the Undertaker guy with, with the chain from the, you know, all those DOA guys. Crush? You know, they was under yeah. the, yeah, the crush ain't here. All, the, all that was his group. R.I.P. Yokozuna. Yokozuna. Uh, Fox, you know, the, the rest of the Samoans, they were all BFK. Because, you know, I actually, um, I don't remember where, but I know Fox, uh, Rikishi does have that tattoo somewhere. When I, you know, saw him at the time, you know, you know, a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. And shit, it's like, this fucking card is so fucking dry. It's like, where are you going with TLC? I, I, I mean, it's just, I don't know, like, finish out on NXT. Ain't no telling how long he going to be down with the broke job. Can't really call him that much longer. Like, with the, so, yeah, man, about that, though, Mike, uh, I think that even though it's it's slightly attitude era over the top, Pat McAfee's been doing his thing. He really has. Oh, that's, um, oh I'm loving that fucking uh, yeah. King of um, NXT shit. That, that's why. Yeah. Pete and Dunn my question looks to y'all, uh, yeah. With them getting, with them getting uh, the rascals from, from uh, 
What's the yeah, impact? impact? Yeah. Impact, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that show is just so non-scripted these days. But I'm hearing, I mean, when I do glance at it, it's, it's not bad, but it ain't no good news. And all uh, which, like I tried to watch it, the pure, ch- you know, the pure championship tournament. It was pretty good, but that's a pretty dry show as well. Like, you know, the, the Bristol, they should have been gone. And my question is, like, with the Rams coming in, what are they going to be on NXT for the next five years? Because those are dudes that could be on either brand, any brand. But I pressure them to stay on NXT because they are not going to know what to do with them on the. Either the red or blue one, and they just need to keep them as a unit. I don't think they should split them up or change names. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The Rascals, though? Is that like a. Yeah, they're they pretty good. Those guys are pretty good. One of them is oh, the same. As far as like, off the top. you wouldn't change that name. Just just be like, yeah, let's go with the Rascals. No, I don't think. Well, I mean, that that was their Rascals. their crew that they kind of established. So I'm sure it's going to be something different. You know, by the time we get to NXT. Yeah. Right. Ain't no way. Like WWE's going to let them. Yeah. But I mean, like who you who who you got? You know. Right, and I want to get your opinion. I'm going to leave some room to breathe for somebody else. Like, on the, on, on the come up, on the rise, you know, aside from AEW from Kenny Omega, which we know is the eventual program, him and Moxley, and he gets his win back. You know, Moxley had the chip for a while. Who you see on the rise coming up behind him at AEW? And then on the flip side, you got Damian Priest, to me, is next in line in NFC. Who you guys see coming behind him? You don't want to run. You know, just, you know, sit back and look. Yeah. All are like, even though he's smaller, I still think, like, I really like Escobar right now. Like, I, I really do. I think he's really good. Um, I think, you know, Champa, you know, he just ran through Dream. And so that is, like, very much a, um, you know, I, I, I still think that. Kyle O'Reilly has potential to be a big singles guy down there. Um, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, because Undisputed Air is going Even if you're thinking for next, like this time next year, like, okay, by next fall, we want Kyle O'Reilly to be a uh, every every day, every week, every month, main event singles wrestler. And you just, you know, make that commitment now. So by the time you get to, you know, next spring and summer, you're not fucking jobbing them out or having them take, you know, unnecessary losses or putting them in positions to look look bad if you want to, you know, keep an eye out and have them be significant and make them a player come next this time next year or ever whenever they decide. Um, yeah, that's a good call, uh, and I think he's shown in that yeah, Finn that that that's not out of the realm of of working. Like that could work. They're not gonna stop pushing Dream. I, I don't believe they are. Um, Even if they keep beating them, <laughs> you still have. <laughs> Yeah, right. I think because I think they think they're gonna beat him down bad enough. 
I, I really think they think that. You know? I think yeah. they think they, for fans, they have to beat them and show that, well, you know, exactly. we're punishing them. We're, we're doing something. We, yeah, he's still on TV and getting a check, and, you know, we're promoting them and all that, but that's how we're treating them. Yeah. No, it's not just, like, uh, you know, like, don't bring your HR shit to TV. Like, we, how many times we say that with with the veiled threats or promos that people cut or Triple H or Vince or something like, don't bring your, no, 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 no. Handle that shit <laughs> backstage where it belongs. So this that would be another example of being petty and bringing their shit to TV. Yeah, like you want to beat them. I mean, if you want, if you if you're going to punish them, pull them off TV and stop paying him. Maybe that maybe that's like worthy punishment if you think he's worth punishing. Other than that, fucking push him like a rest. You know, like don't. Make us suffer through your, your nonsense. Like I said, HR crap. So. All right. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's head down south and talk to Darrell. Darrell, what's happening? What up? What's good with you, brother? You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. What's up with you? Oh, man, you know. Not too much, man. I hope y'all stay y'all like brown asses inside the house with y'all mean, um, mean cases. Man. Um, Wild T-cells, right now, and T-cells jumping out everywhere. Sound like we about to um, join the Resident Evil game. But they talking about now they got to bring the new Same, COVID right? test that detects T-cells. Damn, we in Resident Evil time, man. I know, that makes me think of AIDS stuff. Like, damn, we back in the... Real... Fucking pandemic shit. Man. And then, uh, Trav, you talking about uh, stop being petty and bringing uh, HR stuff. Ain't this, a, ain't this America? Ain't that what they do? Our president bring all his issues on Twitter. So we got well, sure. <laughs> that's like the one Most people don't have a platform or TV show or Twitter that anybody gives a fuck about where they can bring their HR shit to well, TV. <laughs> seven to one, seven to one million people um, <laughs> believe in that man. So, hey, at best, that's the America that we know. So, complaints okay. about hearing people. She <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, got you every time. <laughs> <We're> not on. <laughs> that's seventy million, seventy one million of idiots out there. So, we're not yeah, on. I hear people complain that. about. Uh, complain about uh, people business practices and, and and stuff like that. Trying to get um, a high five from from people because they think they saying something smart. I'm gonna just think of 71 million people who agree with that who just be saying it just so they can get a high five. But uh, um, Cam, I'm disappointed with you, sir. You coming on here sounding like the stands that you were talking about on Twitter. <laughs> Oh man! Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Hey, I mean, yeah. You were sounding just like a fresh fan today, in the beginning of this show. Listen, man. Listen, man. Listen, man. What? I, 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 what you want me to say, bro? What you want me to say? <laughs> and then you go on and take that, take that saying L and uh, <laughs> and, and go with it, man. Mm-hmm. That match was okay. That match wasn't as great as everybody. 
how many times I'm gonna see Matt Jackson fail an injury in all his big all feuds? Well, came out the one thing. You know, it was um it was again, they are very good at what they do. I'm just not a fan of what they do. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not me attacking the quality of what they do, it's just the content. And I'm not here for, you know, that particular style. But they, you know, I they give them the most time because that's what people want to see. People the people who are fans of them want exactly what it is they got. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, I, right, you know, that's that's how you give it up. That's how you give it up, I guess. Because I can't wait for another week to go by and people forget everything that happened in that match. So I can just like if I ask you, Cam, American Alphas versus um FTR. What's something that you remember from um the match that they had when uh, American Alpha finally won the title? I remember how I felt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can't tell you a spot. I remember the emotion. I don't remember the fact. Uh, exactly. I can tell you how I felt when they beat Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. Like it was more. Like I said, it's hard to call a spot. I can tell you exactly how I felt in the moment. Like I can't remember uh, a particular spot in Pete Dunne. Uh, uh, Tyler Bates. Walter. Like, uh, or, yeah, yeah. or even Walter. Yeah. You know. Um, so, so yeah, it's just uh, I don't come out of Young Bucks matches like remembering, oh man, I was really like into that. That's that's really, I think, to tell. Like, you know, it's not the big spot to do it. Like, think about all the stuff that them and Ray Phoenix and Pentagon and Best Friends did in that one crazy match on Dynamite. I'm just like, I remember there was a bunch of guys on top of a bunch of other guys outside of the ring, and then Ray Phoenix dot dope. I don't, t- I can't tell you who won. <laughs> you know, that's just that's the game. Just a bunch of moves doing and no selling. Except when it's, I don't want to sell the ankle for about two minutes, then get right back up and kick somebody with the same ankle. And then I'm running and do a spot. Then after doing the second spot, I'm going to stay on the ankle again. <laughs> That's all. But it's cool. I don't, I don't enjoy them matches. Uh, I don't enjoy none of their matches. But, but that show, was, but that show, that first part of that show was pretty awesome. Though. I yeah, that's that, a very um, strong first half of the show. Yeah. I thought that Hangman and Kenny was going to be match of the night, and um, Cody and Darby, they stole that away from me. <laughs> so. Oh, Darby and Cody's match was that good? To me, it was the best match on the show. Hmm. Moxie match, ah, uh, nah. Uh-uh. I, it can't, Didn't do it for I you. can't keep seeing, um, I can't keep seeing you out here in these, uh, Every match of hardcore match. Yeah. Yeah. I I go for people who always and the stipulation it was good, but yeah. Oh yeah, the talking um before and the characters they sold themselves before the match, but once you got into it, oh I I could turn that. I knew that outcome and how that looked. I ain't even talking about the finish of the match, I'm just talking about how it was just a just said it was just a hardcore match. Mm-hmm. 
until you made somebody say, I quit. And that's been all his matches so far. And I know people love to bag on, used to bag on Roman, talking about Roman and John Cena and the five moves of doom and just, but you, you, there's some of your favorite people continue to do the same type of matches. You got one group, they do a thousand moves that they're going to do at every match. They don't talk about that. With uh, one guy going, you know, he's going to sell an injury in a big match, and then you got another guy who's just going to give you a hardcore match. They ain't going to give you no match classic or um, just a, a wrestling display that um, you'd be like, wow. And the hard thing about Moxley, that. Um, it, yeah, the hard thing about Moxley is we saw him in New Japan. Like, we know that he can get down on the mat and go, and they just really have been going right. away from that, and you want to see that. Like, with Black Boots and Black Trunks, Moxley is your favorite Moxley. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So, maybe when, yeah, maybe when this thing with him and Omega happens, maybe they switch it up. Right, and that was just you know, that, that was hard. You know, bloodbath out of the way. Now they can say, hey, let's try to, you know, yeah, get on the mat and have a I mean, mat classic, or just not have a garbage fest with weapons and blood. Oh, I'm asking for. Yeah, because the matches in New Japan, like especially that one with Ichi, you can that was just a hard hitting, uh, what Jim Ross say, slobberknocker type of match. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing particular about the wrestling, but it was just straight in the ring. We're gonna pound, we're gonna beat the hell out of each other. You know what I'm saying? It's like both people agree to, hey, we're going to lay it in, and we're going to lay it in hard just so we agree upon that. Just like you had with um Walter and Dra- and Ilana dragging off. Hey, we're going to slap and beat smoke and brutal each other. crazy. So that was a great match. Love that. And um, um, I know y'all was talking about New Japan. I don't, I think they might as well hang on to January the twentieth because I'm pretty sure once um you get uh once you drag um guys kicking and screaming out on the twenty first, um restrictions will be um lifted and you know it'll be easier to travel once you're over Corona anyway, and they can go ahead and start back trying to um in establish themselves over here in the country. So, you know, it's going to be competition. And I'm um, pretty sure these businesses ain't going to want to work with each other if they keep claiming that these taxes going to be going up and stuff like that. Just go back to the political side. So, ain't nobody going to want to work with each other when you're trying to figure out how we're going to, how we're going to offset these taxes and, and make the most money we can. But, Definitely um, about that bread. Oh yeah, gotta be about that. But can't wait to see tonight. Both shows, see what go on tonight. See how everything go. Yeah, like always, no, I'm a bit more curious about who's coming out of the pay per view because you feel like they're gonna tell the stories. Um, but absolutely looking forward to both shows. Yeah. Yeah, because I want to see if they're gonna have um what come out, what Cody got to say, um. And I, I want to see on the other show, are they going to have Pat McAfee come out here and cut another promo? 
another one of the top bad guys in the game right now. He just off of how he talk on the mic. So and having like Pete Dunn kick that door in that boy's head. Undisputed Era and then his crew. That's I mean, that's the only two that they setting up for yeah. war game. That seems like a logical thing. And I like how they got Pete Dunn added up in there also. Uh, and he kicked that door in that boy's head. I like how Pat McAfee played that boy out. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> he tried like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. A little bit too far for me, but. Uh, yeah, Pete, he's like, Pete, chill out, man. But I ain't going to say nothing because I don't want my face in the door, but uh, <laughs> we're going to keep the movement. Exactly. <laughs> Pete, I, like, I can't. I can't. I can't. I, I went, who knows what I, he went through to recruit the guy. Or he can't be like, okay, okay, good. Calm down. Like, no, that's what we got him for. Yeah. I love to see me a character like um this character on the show that I'm watching um um Lord Bird, good the good Lord oh, Bird, good Lord Bird. Um, John Brown. That? Yeah. Yeah. Give me a character as crazy as John Brown. Well, ain't nobody as uh, unrepentantly. Like, you know, against something like for good intent, for good reasons, as John Brown. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm against some shit. I don't know. I'm risking my life and reps and everything. Going up against the institution of slavery in America. What's wrong with you? You I'll make everybody else believe in that shit, <laughs> and they want to join up on you with your fiery on um, pulpit speeches. So, so that's a good show. I, I don't, I haven't. I'm pretty familiar with his story, and I've heard it from various, you know, straight straight sources and his, you know, history book sources, and also like kind of like, um, not alternative sources, but like podcasts that cover history and stuff. But they usually do it in a funny or some kind of angle because it's podcast, you know, just, hey, let's talk about this history thing. It's not really how it goes. Um, so I'm familiar with them. I, I, when they did the show or when they announced the show, I thought, oh, wow, this this could be interesting. Uh, but you're saying it's actually a good quality show? I mean, it's a Showtime show. So I can't yeah, it's a good cry. quality show because they're not telling it through. They're telling it through um, the eyes of a little um, – Oh, okay. Because every, cause every like episode that I see, like when I go like on the app and watch like Jesus and Mara or whatever, it's I see the the little ads for Good Lord Bird, and every week there's like a different like uh, I don't want to say sidekick, but like a homie with him, and I'm wondering if he's like because of how he's, if you're familiar with the, you know, he's like super abolitionist guy, will <laughs> murder the shit out of you if you're like trying to do something. It's yeah, he, yeah, he's an ass kicking good guy. Uh, oh yeah, he's he an ass kicking good guy. Here. And he gets a lot of allies, like black people and slaves and former slaves are like, oh shit, this guy's a this guy's really like about it and willing to die and put his life on the line for us. So he gets a lot of, a lot of 
friends and people that are willing to, you know, have his back. So I assumed when I would see the the, the ad, and it's like a different uh, person with him in every week. That was like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's something more. Think about watching. Yeah, something you can check out once on um, the basic episodes. Then I don't think they're going to ten, so you you can binge watch it once um they get to ten. So yeah, good show to watch. Um, I want to ask you guys this important question on the nineteenth: Who you got, Jeezy or um Ti? Oh boy. Um, I mean, I think. I think the the money, the, the instinctual money, would be on Ti to go. Oh well, he's just a bigger star. He, but I think Jeezy got more hits, bangers, like recognizable joints. And in that setting, in a versus setting, that's kind of what it's about. And he got more stuff that when you play the first three seconds, people are gonna be like, "Hey, oh, that's my shit," you know. I remember that from 06. <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, I got a, you know, a fair share. But, like, did Jeezy have a song that wasn't, like, uh, pretty recognizable and kind of catchy? You got a few that not unrecognizable. Yeah, if, but if my take oh, on it would be, like, what, if they what songs if they don't I got to sing two more, it's G. Yeah, right, that's, that's, yeah, that's kind of where I'm coming from. Like, T.I. Yeah. don't have a lot of same, yeah, like, same joint. But if they don't remix my president is black to my vice president is black, I'm going I'm to be upset. Yeah, you're going you gonna to uh, recognize the songs off the recession and stuff like that, yeah. And uh, throw a motivation one-on-one. I don't think none of y'all probably can get songs off of throw a motivation 102, uh, you know, or the other ones. So, you well, know, but yeah, 102, 103 hit harder than 102. Absolutely. But I mean, mm-hmm. but TI, like, and again, TI's been around, but like, TI can't play Trap or Die 2. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can't play that song. And that's going to go crazy. Like, mm-hmm. even though, like, Air Force is, is on but the. But if you're going to play right? Trap song, then you're going to go. Um, T.I. whole I'm Serious album is every song but, on there. And, right and I now. agree, and you're going to know him, but is everybody who listens to him going to know him? That's what I'm saying. Like, T.I. has those, but those are so regional. But, like, Jeezy was, like, the guy when when all have to uh, play, doing drama he, and he all the good back no grills. He won't go back. Trap, he won't go <laughs> back and um, Trap or Die once. Because um, one guy going to play one song off of um, Trap or Die. Uh, we all know that song, uh, Air Forces. Soon as T.I. plays something with Gucci on it. Soon as yeah. T.I. plays something with Gucci on it, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's like, all right, cut, the, then, cut the camera. But then, T.I. plays Dope Boys in the Trap. <laughs> Dope Boys in the Trap. <laughs> and so, and, hey, these are that song what and motivated you to be, and they come up with what you want. So, hey, you don't have to get off the trap or die for a second. Well, but hey, it would it would have been awesome, man. The match that Jesus wanted, if that would have happened, with him and versus Gucci, because he asked for Gucci, man. Yeah, Gucci was like that would have been. <laughs> that would have been crazy. <laughs> but like, I'm also like, like, listen, I can't, I can't do like a competition with the dude who tried to have me killed, or at the very least, encourage, foster that environment where somebody would try to kill me. Like, no, we can't, we can't oh. work together. 
He really tried we to have somebody come up and kill him. Um, came yeah, to yeah, his yeah. Um, like, house where he was at like, with his old lady. <laughs> they came to the front door and and stood at the front door, and Gucci had to shoot his way up out of there. <laughs> yeah, like, Real like story. not only did you try to have somebody kill me, but I had to kill them, and I could have went to prison for that. Like, no, we can't, you know, mm-mm. we're not doing charity events together. Like, it's it's hard enough <laughs> to just be cool with you when we're out here. Like, nah, I'm good, I'm good. Mm-mm. Yeah, that, I, I call that the 19th is a celebration because you know Georgia finally showed what we what we truly are. And that's a um, celebration of Chocolate City right there, you know, the real Chocolate City, the real black. The other Chocolate City. But, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. No, the real Chocolate City. You know it to be true. You know it to be true. Did you see that $175, you uh, that $175 outcast NBA jersey? Uh huh. No, I didn't. That it's beautiful. <laughs> it is beautiful. I could I could never convince myself to pay that much for it, but it is gorgeous. Wait, you said oh, how yeah. much? And you say where? One hundred seventy-five dollars. That's that's is it? That's not bad for Jersey. I mean, a hundred is about what you're gonna pay. But like, I'm just saying, I one seventy-five. My authentic yeah. Eagles jersey in 04 when I got it was like two something. But like football jerseys much, are more expensive than basketball jerseys. Like my authentic uh, Stackhouse jersey was like 160 in 02 or 03 when I got it. And you can buy three LeBron jerseys. Gl- oh, like, if also, you bought it, if it was 02 or 03, when you didn't buy it. <laughs> I'm trying to think how old you are. You didn't well, buy it. Like, I worked in the so, damn. Uh, Jersey store, so I got like forty percent off. So. Oh, <laughs> oh see, see, all of all of a sudden it's a different story. He's paying, paying one twenty eight for the jersey. <laughs> yeah, nah. Hey, they they out here charging two K Gorgeous though. Right they charge they charge in virtual currency for jerseys now. Yeah, out here playing two K price. But yeah, it's gorgeous <laughs> for your my play. <laughs> oh no, get up out of here with all that. They can have that. But, no, I can't wait to see it, man. I know, Cam, because you from that other place, you know what I'm saying, you have to see it, that, you know, to be able to go back home. But, you know, wow. Wow. Hey. <laughs> we, 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 we both home. know. You talking about Wyoming? Chocolate City, Wyoming? Shut up, Travis. Oh, you don't <laughs> want to go back there. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to wear those jerseys. Wyoming, <laughs> Wyoming meths. No, uh, thank you. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing, man. All your guys get on that, man, and I'm glad to be talking to you guys, man. That y'all safe. You know, you got a million cases, and y'all got an asshole who run y'all safe. And you know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. You got assholes that are firing people um, just because he's trying to destabilize the um, the government. And, and, and what if everybody just ignore like it? Like, what if like the? I mean, it's too many people in there. That's like his 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 ilk, and would be like down with burning shit to the ground. Along with them, but there's got to be enough people in like uh, positions of power that can just be like, nah, like okay, sure, but no. Fire, <laughs> I do this, and it's like, sure, and they just don't don't do it, don't process the paperwork, 
Down, uh, who the fuck are these pretty deadly guys? Are they wearing lingerie tops? Oh, hey man, they pretty, they pretty cool, man. You know I cover, you know I cover them people, and I write, I write about that show. They, you know, a little pretty. I'm um, pretty boys, but they, they don't rap, they don't rap for pretty. Little young cats, man. They about in their twenties, okay. early twenties. Yeah, man, got the Fabio going. Oh yeah. So, all right. But, on that note, get out of here, Drew. We'll talk to you. Appreciate you. All right, y'all, man. Peace out. All right. All right. Darrell from Georgia. So, yeah, so that wraps up another week of, uh, of East Coast cast. Um, Rich and I will be by for the VIP. We'll be by for another hour or so of content. I'm pretty sure he's done the small medium series, so we'll talk about that. I just started a new series. We'll run down uh, AEW and NXT from tonight. Plus, uh, yeah, whatever else catches our fancy. Um, so, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I got nothing else. So, yeah, for Cam, I'm Trey. Yeah.